I'm Rachel Roberts, and this is Don't Sleep On It by HuffPost. Today, we're discussing New Zealand's bold steps on gun control in reaction to the fatal attack in Christchurch. Plus, tips on how to beat those machines that judge your resume. But first, Beto O'Rourke's campaign said it raised a whopping $6.1 million in the first 24 hours after his 2020 presidential announcement, beating out the other Democratic contenders who have released their fundraising figures. His campaign announced in a statement yesterday that donations totaling $6,136,763 were made online by people, not political action committees or corporations, and poured in from every state and territory. But how exactly does O'Rourke stack up to his opponents? Senator Bernie Sanders raised $5.9 million from 223,047 individuals in the first 24 hours after announcing his Democratic bid last month. Sanders went on to raise $10 million by the end of his first week. Other Democratic candidates who have disclosed fundraising figures include Senator Kamala Harris of California, with $1.5 million in the first 24 hours, former Colorado Governor John Hickenlooper with $1 million in the first 48 hours, and Washington Governor Jay Inslee with $1 million in the first 72 hours. As the New York Times noted, it's nearly impossible to confirm these numbers at this time. However, presidential candidates must file fundraising reports at the end of March, and they will be made public on April 15th, otherwise known as Tax Day. And moving on to world news. New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern said on Monday that she would announce new gun laws within days after a lone gunman killed 50 people in mass shootings at two mosques in the city of Christchurch. 28-year-old Australian Brenton Tarrant, a suspected white supremacist, was charged with murder on Saturday. Tarrant was remanded without a plea and is due back in court on April 5th, when he is expected to face more charges. Ardern spoke at a news conference after her cabinet reached decisions in principle on gun reform laws in the wake of New Zealand's worst mass shooting. Listen here. This ultimately means that within 10 days of this horrific act of terrorism, we will have announced reforms which will, I believe, make our communities safer. Ardern did not detail the new gun laws, but has said she supports a ban on automatic weapons following the Christchurch shootings. Ardern also encouraged gun owners who were thinking of surrendering their weapons to do so. She said, quote, The clear lesson from history around the world is that to make our community safer, the time to act is now, unquote. And before a job seeker ever has a chance to get judged by a human hiring manager, their resume may be screened out by a machine. Applicant tracking systems, which are used to manage, sort, and filter electronic job submissions, are popular with employers who handle large volumes of applicants. A 2018 analysis of job listings from online resume service JobScan found that 98% of Fortune 500 companies were using such a system. If you apply online for employment and the job listing URL includes names like Taleo, Workday, SuccessFactors, Brass Ring, or ADP, you are applying through an applicant tracking system. Like all human-run systems, these programs are not perfect. In a 2016 survey of 374 human resource professionals, 62% admitted that some qualified candidates are likely being filtered out by the software. 
Here are three key ways to format your resume so that the tracking program won't reject you for no good reason. Number one, don't put information in the header or the footer. Putting the contact information in the header or footer of your resume may seem like an eye-catching way to grab a recruiter's attention, but it is also a bad idea when facing an applicant tracking system according to the experts. The problem is that software may not read the information correctly or at all if it appears in those top and bottom margins. Instead, put your name and address at the top of the page right below where the header would fall, said Virginia Franco, a nationally certified resume writer. Number two, don't get creative with columns and graphics. Ashley Watkins, another nationally certified resume writer, warned that graphics, tables, and excessive columns can be hard for an applicant tracking system to parse. That graphic is only for the human reader. You can do that if you know that your resume is being delivered directly to a person, she said. Watkins suggested one trick that job applicants can try to ensure their resume is software friendly. Save it as a TXT unformatted document and then look at it. She said, quote, if they can read it in that and all the information is there, nothing is deleted, then your resume more than likely can be read by the applicant tracking system, unquote. Finally, align your resume keywords with the job description. Read through the job description and make sure the keywords used for the activities, titles, and tools associated with the position are reflected in your own resume, said Allison Daly, the founder of a tech recruitment training platform called Recruiting Innovation. Do not despair if your professional background is not the absolute ideal for that job. For example, if you lack the bachelor's degree noted in the job listing, you can still help your chances by putting down your relevant coursework, experts advise. Making your resume easy to understand for an applicant tracking system is one small step to making the process of finding a job run a little smoother. Now go beat those machines and get that job! And here's what else you shouldn't be sleeping on. New York State Attorney General Letitia James has called for a $5.6 million fine against the Trump Foundation for allegedly spending tax-free charity money on President Donald Trump's personal, business, and campaign costs. The penalty would be in addition to $2.8 million in restitution for misuse of charity funds, said James. And Representative Steve King of Iowa, who has a long history of touting white nationalism, sparked criticism across social media after he shared a violent meme about a new civil war, this time between red and blue states. The now-removed meme, shared on one of King's verified Facebook pages, states, quote, One side has about eight trillion bullets, while the other side doesn't know which bathroom to use, unquote. Wonder who would win, King added apparently not noticing that his home state was depicted on the losing side. For more about how these stories develop, head to HuffPost.com. And now, you really gotta get up.